And a three, two, one, we're live. Hey, 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 welcome back to On The Wheeled, a one-of-a-kind podcast where you get to go behind the wheel with me and tune into some of the most spontaneous, authentic conversation with people from all over the world and from every walks of life. Now, in this episode, we feature Roman, who's on the surface, is known as a hardworking, diligent real estate agent. But don't let that fool you. Roman is an aspiring young man who wants to make the world a better place via his improved version of the electric bike and he's looking to change the app world, yes the geek app world with his groundbreaking apps idea. In this conversation I use myself as a guinea pig for real estate projects that I've been wanting to do for a long time and Roman walk us through the process of acquiring land, also offer strategies to turn the real estate into a self-sustaining project from a financial perspective. Mind you, this is not financial advice, just to put that out there. With that being said, here are some highlights of this episode. It looks like a gated community, but in reality, it's a private estate just with a lot of different units and properties in which your relatives can live in. Oh, you can do a lot with $100,000. I was just thinking about a property that's maybe worth $250,000. All right, say, for example, if you're going to go buy a, a, a car, if they tell me their inspection said it's good, I'll be like, okay, that's fine, but I'm going to still bring my inspector. I want, like, somebody... It's something I can be proud of. And why are you not pursuing that but doing real estate? All the guys that never fit in were the guys who made the biggest changes in the world. Battery powered. They asked Einstein once, um, you know, and he said, I'm passionately curious. App called Gigs, G-I-G-S, Gigs. It's a social yes. network platform where you can share and discover jobs. They can help each other out, you know? It's like, hey, I have all the energy in the world, but nothing to do. And these guys are like, man, I have so many things to do, but I have no time or no energy to do it. Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't invent the first social media platform. There was MySpace, do you remember? But he made it better. Powerful bike, it's gonna be a motorcycle bike. And bro, for all you know, you might, found, you might find a gig on on this app where it's some old lady in Beverly Hills who lives by herself who can't find her cat in her mansion. And <laughs> That's help awesome. hundred <laughs> people that subscribe to Chen, yeah. they're going to 20% off. Whoa, 20% off, guys. <laughs> okay, this is exclusive, guys. We're going to see this e-bike prototype <laughs> for the first time. Let's have a look. The reason why I like the bike is because it's going to help kids that don't have a license or can't get a license because their license is restricted to be able to drive again because they're going to be able to get on this thing and it's going to be kind of like a bicycle. They're going to be explore the city, go far, go places. They're not going to be stuck at home. I don't want to die with unfulfilled regret. I feel like I have all this unfulfilled potential. Like I have all these great ideas that I want to bring to this earth. Let us dive right into this episode with Roman and I, we'll see you in the podcast. Okay, you feel good? Uh, looking, yes, looking we're live. I'm really happy, okay, good to Episode meet you. Episode 15, man, I'm so excited. I've been waiting for so long to finally be a part of uh, the podcast. Mm. How does it feel? 
Uh, great. Um, I'm not gonna lie. This is my first podcast ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching podcasts. I've always loved watching po- podcasts. I love it. I've seen every single one. I, like my first favorite one was, of course, Joe Rogan. But mm-hmm. from then, I've been on every single podcast and not been on, but like watching every other podcast. And I always love them. And I never thought I would be part of one. So oh. when I met you and you were, you mentioned you, you did podcasts, I was like, I was so intrigued. I was like, yeah. I love it. Oh, wow. I'm glad we connect. And I'd, I'm happy that you actually uh, appreciate the fact that we're doing the podcast together, you know. Of course, yeah. And and to let the audience know that we met on what? How did we meet? Oh, we met on uh we met on Uber. I was coming back from Beverly Hills. Um okay. he picked me up and um we had a great conversation. We were like-minded individuals and um yeah, that we were so uh we had such a great conversation. We wanted to keep it going and share it with the world. Oh man. I mean, I don't know about sharing with the world, but at least with our family. We'll be right, right. What I mean is like, you know, our audience and stuff, you know? Yeah. There, um, you know, there are quite a bit of people who start to get interested in the show. So I hope yeah. that we can continue to uh, support and nourish it. I think as long Absolutely. as we continue to support it, it will, it will grow. And my thought was the same. I thought you were such a fine... Um, has such a fine brain when we communicate. I felt a sense of uh, appreciation for your mind when we're just yeah. going back and forth and doing judos on things and the thing that we believe in. Yeah, very like-minded, and we had a lot, a lot of similar views of on on you know views of, of the world, you know, which is good. Because... I, have, I have to confess, okay, before we start, uh, I'm a little bit spiritual, so I gotta be, I have to be clean with you. That yeah. I told you I was 18, but actually I'm not. I'm 33. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I don't really remember um, when you told me your age, but yeah, I'm 27, so no worries. I know we look young, but you know. I feel we, 18, though. I feel 18. People sometimes can confuse me for like 18, too, man, when I shave and I'm like really like dressed up. Uh-huh. People still guard me for like alcohol when I used to drink, and now I'm just like. Dude, I'm 27. I'm like Kurt Cobain's age, you know. Do you do you still drink? No, no, I don't drink because because I had a negative. So to me, drinking is I I try to look at it as a toxic relationship. It has its pros mm-hmm. and its cons, but for yeah. me, the cons the negative outweigh the pros. Like, yeah, you can feel good. And maybe have a little boost of confidence and, you know, you, you would just kind of like feel better for the moment, maybe numb whatever you're going through if it's pain. But the long-term effects are, for one, your health. Mm. Secondly, it's your relationships. Like you may start an argument or you may say things you may not mean to say, but yeah, you'll sure. feel is of your 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 impulsive nature of like because you know it suppresses your your rational thinking so you act more on emotion and impulse so so it just tends to be more negative than positive overall Mm -hmm. so that's why i chose to stop because just looking at it from the long term, it's not a good investment. You know, it's gonna have a bad effect in your life in the long. Yo, that's that's what I like about you, right? 
when when you think about it, you're like calculating the the pros and cons, long term effects. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very business like, but I'm, in a, a, I'm an overthinker. Yeah. Um, super cool. But hey, I want to take a moment to appreciate the rain. Are you hearing the rain? Is it raining out there? Yeah, I love the rain. I love you know you what remember, I love. It? We we actually yeah, driving back in the rain. rain. Remember? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And you know what? I, I I really appreciate Mother Nature and the rain for us is a gift, you know, because for one, we were in a huge drought in California. Oh, were we? Yeah, we were like a lot of our like people in the northern parts of California were struggling with their uh, farming because of mm-hmm. the lack of, you know, water for agriculture. So this rain has been a blessing for many mm. here in the California. Did you see some of the video I post on Instagram today? I love dancing when it when it rained. I love celebrating. Yeah. yeah. It's very special yeah. to me. When I when it rains, I feel um like home. You know, it rains a lot in Vietnam. I came from Vietnam and it's oh, nice to be reminded. Yeah. Yeah, it's similar it's similar weather. Well phenomenal. I just want to take a moment to appreciate that because I love being in the car and then having yeah. it, it's just such a magical magical uh, time i actually mostly love to work especially when it rains i know it's a little bit dangerous but i really enjoy being in the rain you know there's pros to it it's less traffic you're a little bit more you know alone in the rain but it is slippery but mm-hmm. you know and you know the car the cars are pretty safe these days with the brakes and systems and stuff being really nice you know i have a prius uh 2013 the one that yeah. I'm and it's lovely so i trust the car well, but yeah it looks, anyway, brand, it looks brand new it looks brand new you're good look, you know what i have covers on it that's why it actually did not feel this way but with the covers it really um bring vibes up a little bit you know kind of dress it up yeah but anyway you know what i so last when we talk, I was like, "Let's do some real estate stuff, right?" Because right, yeah, because I mentioned said, I was a uh, real estate agent. Yes, I think that's a really Correct. awesome topic because I'm actually struggling with it right now, or rather, starting a real estate project. And okay. so then we could, if we could use my example for me to start asking questions, it would be more relevant, and then we'll enter from there. Uh, yeah, we can, of course, I, I would love to. Yeah, we yeah. can go off uh, tracks and we can explore and connect it with like uh, the way we live and meanings of lives and different uh, perspective and how it relates to different things. We can, so, we, can, we can take you by ear the whole way. Yeah, yeah. So we don't don't be afraid to play. OK, this is yeah. gonna, it's, it's fun. But let's enter from real estate. Yeah, anything and I'll just go go with okay, it. So, here we go. Um, um, here's here's my thing. Um, at the moment is really inspired by creating a communities, uh, a family community where, um, uh, my kids in the future, my niece, nephews, and people who live with, and my parents. When we get old, they get old. Uh, I can take care of them, but I want to be near them. So what my thinking is, I've been wanting to do a project where, um, acquiring a piece of land somewhere. Uh, to accommodate that dreams. Um, also, I thought about 
buying property in the same neighborhood, new development neighborhood, things like that. But the goal is, the general goal is to acquire land. Now, some of my criteria is that I love the cities. I love the um, opportunities, the work opportunity and connections opportunity that it provides. I enjoy events and music and museum and the text that the cities provide. But I also enjoy nature and uh, trees and forests and water. Is what you're saying? You yeah. want to hide maybe kind of so, like a community, a land where you can make it, where it's kind of like, it looks like a gated community, but in reality, it's a private estate just with a lot of different units and properties in which your relatives can live in, where it's not too far from the city, but it's at a fair distance where you can feel like nature's close and you're at home. And how do you how do you suggest me going about solving? Let's just say that that's a problem that I stated it. That's something I need to solve. Right. That's my objective. And so as a real estate um, person with experience in that field, what, how would I go about approaching solving this problem? And from your own mindset, you know, your uh, brilliant mind, how would you go about solving it? I would go about solving that problem, which is actually, I kind of want the same thing. Uh -huh. So it's good because it, I've actually thought about it. Like I want, I want to live like, close to nature i want to live somewhere where it's peaceful but i also love the perks of the city mm -hmm. you know love, you know the clubs and everything it has to offer mm, but exactly. love, but the quietness and nature and the peace that also has to offer so i've been in the same thing so um what i would suggest is pretty much it's all about location mm. so i just maybe like a property going towards like san francisco up north why there, there's property between here and san francisco that's along the coast uh-huh and, and it's kind of like it's los angeles kind of but it's kind of like more deserted it's like mm. little smaller towns so they're cheaper but they're mm -hmm. close to the mountains and everything and they have uh lots where you could buy and it's like you can like you know like how people up north they have farmlands and, uh, and more of that my idea would be looking at it more like up north that's where the land that you're kind of describing yeah i would be it would be more up north so you say that that it would be buying a lot of land somewhere where it's affordable and you're saying that in cali uh right now the further north the there are more there are more availability so, so you could be close to los angeles like say yeah. you could be in the middle like kind of like two hours away from los angeles maybe four five six hours away from san francisco but like mm. you're like in an area where it's less inhabited mm. but it's kind of like in between both big cities so you'll never feel like you're like in an island in the middle of nowhere Mm. you're like more isolated but surrounded by cities you know how would you solve the problem of of uh income financial income stream because if you if you're there you, you better have some sort of supporting income stream right so an online business of some sort that support you 
Right. Yeah, that's that's a possible uh, form of income. But what I would suggest, what I what I think would be simpler is if you're going to buy a lot like a 10,000 square foot lot mm. in a kind of like rural town in up north California, kind of like similar to Bakersfield, you know what I'm talking about, but closer to the coast. Mm. Um you buy a big lot, you could build build units and actually rent them out. Mm. So you have a pretty decent credit score and you get a decent mortgage. It's pretty much, you know, you just got to figure out how much your mortgage is. Mm. Maybe it's 3000 And then how many units you would have to build and what the average rent per unit is in that area. So you could calculate and see what the maximum amount of uh, value you can squeeze out of that property. You get what I mean? Like you could rent out units that you could build in that property Mm. and have pay for itself. Mm. And, you know, and you kind of like live for free because you're renting out the the rest of the space. Yeah. So that's that's one way of doing it. One way. Yeah. It's just one way. Yeah. That's one way of doing it is is buying. And and what are we talking about here? Are we talking about like five million dollar or five hundred thousand dollar or somebody who like me, maybe save up after a few years of work? I have a hundred thousand dollar. Is that dream impossible then? Oh, you can do a lot with $100,000. I was just thinking about a property that's maybe worth $250,000. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm talking about just the land itself in California, a 10,000 square foot lot. And somewhere in Northern California, it would be around 250000 maybe two hundred. And you yeah. go in with, uh, with 10%, yeah. that would be 25000 That's 25000 down. Yes. So it wouldn't yeah. be that much. You can use the rest of the seventy-five to start building. What can you build with a seventy-five thousand? Can you have a house complete, like nice house with a seventy-five thousand dollar budget? There's, there's many homes that they're selling at uh, Home Depot. I heard starting at ten to fifteen thousand, and then Elon Musk started. Uh, I well, what I'm visualizing is like mm-hmm. twenty mini homes in this lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, bunch of mini homes mini and, homes? Then, and then just renting them all out how what is a mini home a mini home is pretty much uh elon musk came up with this idea that uh you know simplicity and minimum like how to minimize uh-huh. your like life like to not need so much you know like a mini homes pretty much is like all your essentials. It's like a house. To have a- <laughs> my, my wife's not going to like that. <laughs> my wife's not going to like that. She's not going to like that. Okay, so here, listen. Right now, we're living in a 900 square foot apartment, uh, one bedroom apartments with high ceilings with wood beams and really nice wood floors. And it's gorgeous. Two balconies. And it's really spacious. So if I'm going to do something like that, I need at least that kind of space indoor, you know, and and then the outdoor, for my preference at least. So a bunch of those that can support, you know, family of four uh, max, you know. You could have the big home. Uh-huh. Like you could actual, 
say it's a 10,000 10, square foot lot, that means you could build a regular 3,000 square foot home, which is the size of a regular single family residence in Uh California. -huh. Okay. You could build a regular house like the one you have right now and use the rest of the space instead of building 20 mini homes, maybe build 10. Ah, okay. And then look, simple math. If you rent each one for a thousand, that's ten thousand a month. And if your mortgage is at the most, which nobody has a five thousand dollar mortgage unless it's a huge house, you're gonna make double and still have a beautiful house to live in with a lot of space. Wait, and you think I can do all this for a hundred grand? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. I've never looked at it that way. That's pretty interesting. We got to go deeper then. Okay, so my case is all right. Uh, I'm going to go. So so where do I start? Nice. Let's say, okay, well, the math look right. I'm going to save up 100,000. Matter of fact, I actually have 100 grand. So what do I do now? Where do I Right. go? Like, Yeah. I want to do something about this. Pretty much we will start looking. Start looking. We would start looking at properties and we would start looking for what's on the market for sale. And So how what what do I do? Just go on Zillow or like find somebody or what? that's 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 when you would hire a realtor because as a buyer you don't pay a fee because we get paid out of the the seller's Uh, check because when the bank says okay I approve you for this but you're buying it with a hundred thousand but you're putting it down so the bank's gonna pay for the rest so when the bank buys the property it's really the bank's property not yours yet right so the bank them in full the owner gets paid in full and then the owner with that pays the commission to the sales agent but the sales agent didn't bring in the buyer Uh-huh. like Found it and I'm your buyer's agent. I get half of what the sales agent makes, which is usually usually about five to six percent commission. So we would pretty much just start um going toward to the bank, Mm. and then what you would qualify for with a hundred thousand down and where your credits at and what kind of using your criteria what you're looking for and seeing what's on the market, what's available So, first. so you as, so the realtor will walk with, with me to the bank. Like we'll, we'll hold, we'll hold hand. We'll... I'll walk with you to the property. I'll walk with you to every single property until we're walking into the brokerage. <laughs> we're we're going to hold hands and walk to the bank. Pretty much. I'm like, see, a real estate agent, my job is to be like your public defender. All right, say, for example, if you're going to go buy a, a, a car, what do you want somebody that, that used to sell cars or that knows about cars to come with you so you don't get ripped off? Yes, absolutely. That's what used to happen tremendously back in the days. That's why our profession was created. That's why we're thought like my job is to protect you from getting ripped off from other people because it's such a complex process. Mm. Mm. That's why we need an agent to help them understand because a lot of these people could sell you a lot for really cheap and sell you it's the greatest lot ever for all you know. Underneath it, there could be a lot of water. It could be, it could be, uh, you know, like where 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 there's a creek somewhere, and then it, it's becoming water, and pretty soon it's gonna become quicksand, or it's in the way of like something that might be like a crack or like an earthquake weak spot, like in a in an area. Like there's certain things that can appreciate and depreciate the value that 
most common people wouldn't look into, but my job is to make sure that you get the best deal possible. Like I'm the expert mm. and that like that piece of land like is what it is, what it is. Cause back in the days without, you know, re people representing you, mm. people tell you like, yeah, here you go. Here's a house or here's this, but the roof needs to be replaced. This needs mm. to be done. So it was like, you know, they, they created this industry so we could help people understand and navigate them, you know, hold their hand throughout the yeah. process, kind of like, yeah. you know, public defender does. So we defend oh. you, the other real estate agent, because the real estate agent that's working for the seller is, of course, going to try to make the seller as much money as he can. He's not he's like the other guy's lawyer you know what i mean he's not gonna be working for you he's not trying to get you the best deal i'm trying to get you the best deal i'm trying to get you the best deal he's trying to get the most for his client and i'm trying to get the best for my client right and now if i go to you and you said that you won't charge me anything you'll get a percentage from where how do you get paid what's your incentive you said it earlier but i didn't catch it so the incentive comes from the seller. So when 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 you list the property and you make a, a seller's agreement with the listing agent, like say you want to sell your house and you tell me, hey, can you sell your house for me, Roman? Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, but if I sell your house, your house is, let's say for simplicity's sake, your house is worth a hundred thousand. Mm. Okay, I'll sell your house, but when I do sell it, I want five percent of what it's worth. Okay. Commission. So that would be 5000 mm, right? Okay. So when I put your property for sale on yep. the internet, all these other websites that copy the, you know, the, the primary website, which is MLS, when they, um, when they go on there and then somebody brings a buyer, like a buyer's agent, they come to me and they bring the buyer. I have to split that 5% with, that buyer's agent whoa okay so yeah. so but if i was the double end like to make the deal by myself like i i had a buyer and i had the seller i get to keep the full the full um commission full commissions but okay. if a buyer then they get half of my commission right and so so say, okay, uh, Roman and Chen going to look for this property for uh, $100,000, right? And then, okay, we found it. Roman said, wow, man, this is a great puzzle. Lots, lots of trees, <laughs> lots of birds, and uh, it's really nice. It's uh, wonderful. You know, you can build a home and build some more for renting out, and then later on your family can come and build some more homes and live on it. And then you'll have the whole village together and you'll be forever happy. Once you own it, it's even going to be worth more. So you're going to be, you're going to win. Yeah. Right. And right. Okay. And so, so we're like, okay, Roman. And so now we go to the Roman and the you into the bank. Right. And then say, Hey, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, we'll finance this house. Uh, you just down uh, 25,000. We finance the rest. Oh, good. Your mortgage. What would I, my mortgage be at, at that? Like a three thousand. Depends on your interest and your credit score. Okay, and so that's uh, okay. Let's let's come back to credit score later. But uh, so now 
uh, let's just say good credit score, got a good mortgage. Uh, good, now, good credit score would be around two to three thousand. Yeah. Okay, good credit score. That would be two to three thousand. And then, so so then now the property is sold right to me from some someone else, and and by the way it's being sold is that helping? all just rough numbers. We're not we're I'm, we're not using a calculator. Nothing specific. Right. Right. Uh, rough. Just, Good. Just, just again. Just, just the estimate. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do, we'll do rough estimate. But what I want to do is to walk the the audience through the whole process using me as a, a guinea pig. And so you go to we go to the bank. You took me to the bank. You help with all the stuff, and then we got a good deal. I'm like, yes, man. We finally got the piece of land. Oh, it's yours. Yes. You own it. So, so okay, so it's, it's nice now. So the the agent over there gonna share part of the commission with you. That's how you yeah. make the money. Right when we're all when we're all clapping hands at escrow, when we close the deal, everybody gets paid. The seller gets paid. The agents get paid. Everyone's uh, get you get paid. Everybody get a piece of this because it's a collaborative effort. Correct. Correct. Okay. Beautiful. And then now, Chin, now Chins have, now I have, uh, and then we have to pay taxes and we have to, so we don't keep the full, you know, we, we still have to pay a lot to our brokerages and we have to pay to the government taxes. Mm. So there's, there's more fees we incur after we receive our check. Mm, okay. Okay. So I guess that's kind of, so the problem, my my problems it was that I asked, I want to have a little family community where everybody come lives, and you propose building houses for living there, and then building other small houses for uh, uh, renting out. So now my question, next question is that I'm aware that when you build things, you have to have permits and such. How can you find yeah. places that you can just build like that? So you would go to city hall, and you would. I would suggest before you you. That that's the type of research we would do. Uh-huh. Buying the lot. Because uh -huh. before buy the lot, we want to know that we're gonna be able to build those units, correct? Right, so right. we have to find the city that's friendly to to giving out permits and that lets you build, you know, like a small town that wants to grow, not like one mm -hmm. that's very strict. They don't allow this, they don't allow like a lot of things. So that's something that would come in the research previous to buying the lot we'll look for a place that's good with permits and that has high uh you know tenant you know rates and yeah. all that all that research would come before we get the lot but we would make sure that you know like the permits we get the best location that has the best way to get permits and then yeah of course we would have to apply for permits for everything hmm. we apply for permits for everything and yeah but but you know it's possible and then now get to, all that. to interrupt you would this process be um the same if the the lot is not necessarily in california but we applying all the the projected uh, strategies that you propose it onto this lot. So this lot can be say in uh, Austin, Texas, or in uh, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, or this lot can be in anywhere in the U.S. Let's just say uh, Ohio. I heard is really 
wonderful recently people saying that is is really uh, affordable land and it's growing and it's, it's gorgeous over there and so uh is that true or no Yes, it's true. Ohio and the rest of the 49 states are beautiful. And um, I'm just unfortunately not licensed there. So, I mean, okay. this would work anywhere in the world, but just I wouldn't be able to assist you. Won't you won't be the agent to help. So I would have to find a local agent? Yes, you would okay. have to find a agent. Yes. But the process of, of them working through the, from me finding the lot to getting the escrow, the close, sure. Is pretty much the same. He's a good agent. He, it would be the same, yes. Right, right. And okay. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of finding somebody who is who is trustworthy, right? Who can who won't be who will take care of me. He wants to do and will do all the research for you because you, you want somebody that's going to give you a property that's going to be worth it for you because you're making a huge investment. You're putting a lot of money into it, $25,000. It's not mm -hmm. like something, you know, that's easy to come by and, you know, you're spending a lot of time, you know, in, in this. And it's like, if you find like a lousy agent that just gets you any property just to make the sale and get a quick buck, and leaves you there with a piece of land that's like not good. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Do people really do that though? Are there agents like that? There's people that are like that in every industry in every part of the world. What are some of your your values when it comes to being a real estate agent? My values is I'm very, I'm very, very, very detailed. I'm highly detail oriented. Mm -hmm. So I look into the smallest things possible that mm -hmm. most people would overlook. I'm mm -hmm. looking at cracks, at the little things that like I'm a perfectionist. So mm -hmm. when I'm looking at a property, I'm making sure everything is right with it. I'm not just kind of like the type of person that just takes a quick look and is satisfied. I want to know everything and I go in deep. I, I'm the type of person that asks too many questions to the seller. I get annoying, but it's because I want the best. You know, I have three people come and inspect it. If they tell me their inspection said it's good, I'll be like, okay, that's fine. But I'm still bring my inspector. And even if says it's good, for all I know, they could have did something to make him have a positive review. So I'm going to still bring like two more. I'm going to get like three. Like I'm going to go the extra mile to guarantee and to be for sure that I'm I'm getting a good deal. You know, like mm -hmm. that's what I most agents won't do is be super extra to make sure that they're getting a good deal. Like where do, take, you, where do you get that Come, where does that value came from? Where did you learn it? What do you think you cultivate that way of like doing things? In this game, it's a, in in this uh, industry, it's a word of mouth industry. You know, it's like a referral business. It's like your name is everything. So when you work with people, you want people to be able to tell their friends, like, "Hey, that guy's somebody you want to work with." Mm -hmm. And if you have a bad reputation, it's gonna precede you, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, no, he didn't show me a good," you know. I have people who waiting for me to finish the deal I'm working on right now because mm. they want me to work with them specifically. Mm. Like they would rather go with, they'd rather wait half a year to work with me than go with another agent because they know that it's worth the wait with me. Mm. Even 
are going up and it's, it's crazy right i tell people like i can't i'm busy right now i can't help you but they're still like i want to work with you because i've heard so many good things like i i really want to work with you they wait for me it's unbelievable it's sometimes i can't but they, it's because they know that i'm very passionate about what i do and i do it well you know and i make sure that you know like for me it's like art you know it's like something you take pride in so when i make a deal i want like somebody it's something i can be proud of you know like every deal that i make is something that How do you, how do you do art as a real estate agent? for me the art is the art of sales Yeah, the art of sales so um for me like i take pride in like Every time I sell a house, I look at it as an art form. So I look at it as like, I want to leave the person amazed with the experience that they had buying a house through me. Mm. You know, it's like more like an experience, like the, the, the process of buying a house through me is just, it's so much more fun than like, I guess your typical agent. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just have a way with people, I guess. I'm very passionate. I used to be, uh, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I also used to sell cars. I've been in sales all my life and I've studied, you know, I went to school for psychology and, you know, it's helped me out a lot, you know, just understanding, um, you know, people and, and just being good to them and just. What did you go to school for psychology for? I didn't know that, uh, about you last time Yeah, we well, I studied uh, psychology and um, I was going to school for business, but I took psychology. Which school? El Camino. El Camino. Where is that? You're on off of, um, I think, Crenshaw. You know what what I heard in the car, right? In the Uber, bring it back to the Uber. That's really really good information and I think just with those kind of informations, I already have a good starting point, right? I already know that I need a nice good credit. Uh, to have a good um, mortgage and then have a good state real estate agents and pick somebody that is really diligent and and do the the work well and have a good word of mouth and good ratings and so on and so on so it's it's kind of clear what I need to do hey let's take a little break so we don't have listening fatigue if you like this show please don't forget to leave a rating and review so that it can help the show be discovered and bring it to more people as well as helping me continue to bring more valuable content to you. So let's get right back to our conversations. It's kind of clear what I need to do. But what I last time remember our conversation in the Uber, my, some of my impression is that you you said that your passion is innovating and real estate is just like, yeah, all right. It's not that innovative. Yeah, no. And I did tell you about some some of the projects that I had in mind. Remember? No, I, told, I don't. Um, I, I'm not sure I want to say this on the podcast. No, I, mean, I don't. So I don't need the details of that. I don't need the details of that. What I want to hear is, uh, why why is your passions in in innovating and creating? What inspire you to do that? And why are you not pursuing that but doing real estate? So real estate is a milestone for me. It's a way to create the resources to be able to reach further goals. Okay. So you're using real estate as a stepping stone for other projects. Correct. Why? Because it's financially rewarding? Not rewarding. It's financially helpful to to save and to make other projects, uh, ideas possible. Okay. Share with, share with me why... 
what was it like growing up and do you think that your innovative side of 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 mine was inspired as you grew up yeah i mean I, i've always been inspired by innovators like steve jobs elon musk just people who have always thought outside of the box i've never thought like of just living like a regular normal life i've always felt different i've always felt like i was like i was uh, i've always looked at things like outside the box and every time i look at the world i stare at it from like a different perspective like i've always felt felt different from the inside but i never understood it until later on when i felt that when i learned that all the guys that never fit in were the guys who made the biggest changes in the world so now i embrace it so now like, like i mentioned i'm creating an app I'm creating a new technology, which is an electric. Well, I know that there already are electric bikes, but I'm patenting a new style of electric bikes that implement solar technology. And it's just going to be crazy. You're not going to have to have a license, insurance, registration, gas for it, oil changes. None of that is going to be necessary. It's all going to be things of the past. This electric hybrid between a motorcycle and a bicycle is going to be legal because it's going to have pedals and it's going to go up to from 60 to 90 miles per hour although you're not going to need that much speed but it's just going to be one of the fastest longest running battery powered last from here to like van eyes and back wow how many how many miles would that would i get you said this bike is solar power yeah i'm working like a, a electric bike, yeah. Okay, what does the pedal give it like uh, energy if you start pedaling it or no? The pedal, the pedal allows you to pedal it, but if it didn't have a pedal, it, it would be considered a motorcycle in the state of California. Oh, so then it's the pedal pedal is a, is to help the loophole. Yes, so the pedal does it actually have a practical purpose as at the same time? It's too heavy to pedal. Too heavy to pedal. So just. Okay. So, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> How do you know that? Uh, is that just like being curious about in that fields and creating? They asked Einstein once, um, you know, and he said, I'm passionately curious. So I guess that would be my answer. I'm just passionately curious. Okay. Is this your big project right now that you're just like your dream project? One of them. My other one is, I'm going to just say it because you guys are going to see it when it blows up and it's already okay. passionate. See it's it. going to be an app called Gigs, G-I-G-S, Gigs. It's a social yeah. network yeah. platform where you can share and discover jobs. So pretty much if you're – and I'm not talking about long-term jobs where you have to pl clock in 9 to 5. I'm talking about one-time discardable things. I say somebody needs their backyard cleaned, their dog walked, their car washed. Say somebody's offering 50 for this, 100 for that, maybe – 250 for that you pick and choose what gigs you want to you know do you apply for them and people pick and choose who they want to hire for the gig based on their ratings and reviews kind of like similar to uber and lyft and me as the platform creator i just make 10 percent out of every transaction that goes through my app 10 mm. percent transaction for that this is like the the uber of uh yeah, Uber yeah. of people. Isn't you know what? I thought I saw something similar 
on a movie recently I watched, right? Because did you see this movie about um like a kid looking for her mom going missing? Like um no. And and in there there is this app, right? Because you live in America. And so uh or not app, but the website, something like that. And she hires she from America, she hires someone in Mexico to go uh do uh, uh an errand, run an errand for them. So that's something that's sound like that no is it the same similar concept pretty much is going to be an app where you can hire people to do one-time errands okay so then i don't think that's an app that was a website that was like they can actually do it global right so are you talking about more of a local you know where i got the idea from i was pretty much scrolling through craigslist and they have a section that's called like you know gigs and it, and it says musical it has like certain ca categories and stuff uh -huh. right And um, I was looking for jobs, but it's all weird stuff like, hey, girls, you know, that are looking for modeling jobs. Like, it was like, yeah, weird. <laughs> but um, I've noticed that like old people, they need help with like cleaning stuff, like cleaning their house. Mm. Old people, uh, maybe like something moved like a fridge and they would pay 50. They, ha they have money, you know, they would pay. Mm a young man like 50 bucks just to you know move some things around you know so i want to make an app that pretty much connects these people that need the energy but have the money don't have the energy and then the kids who have the energy but don't have the money vice versa i can connect wow. them. they can help each other out you know it's like yeah. hey i have all the energy in the world but nothing to do and these guys are like man i have so many things to do but i have no time or no energy to do it mm. boom that's where i solved that problem yeah but where so is there anything any service like that existing right now in terms of local really just there's, there's nothing like that i haven't so let's say right now okay let's right now let's say chin 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 a quick hundred bucks how would you do it yeah is there, right an, now, is there right. an app could go and just look for jobs that are a hundred bucks quick and easy is there not is there an app i don't i mean i don't know i really don't actually this is a good question is there not so have you done your market research into that looking at apps markets and okay and this, this is patent, yeah. patent and had, in my my App developers have signed NDAs and everything's patented. Okay. So, like, let's say, say Chen, Chen cannot run away with this app. No, no. Okay, and so, no, okay, okay, question. Okay, I'm going, <laughs> I want to ask you to go a little bit further. So now oh, if Chen... It's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Chen were to take this idea and say, Roman, yo, that's a great idea. I'm going to go to my de app developer right now. And so tech investor, like I have a huge idea for an app, and then just... <laughs> right, right. So then, what would happen? Like, would that be violating patent? Would you like file a, a lawsuit? To what would that well, be? Like? Would, if you did it, it would it would be like infringement of uh, copyrights, and okay. I guess my lawyers would reach out to your lawyers. But you know, okay, and be, and because it's recorded on the conversation, so you have proof now. <laughs> you have the podcast. Oh yeah. I know, I know, right? Now there's a no, but if any any of the audience is listening and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah.
Your witnesses are gonna be like, I heard them say it before it ended. <laughs> okay, okay. So my my show is uh exclusive. We got an exclusive interview before you blow up with this. <laughs> with uh, entrepreneur, inventor, investor. I mean, you know, real estate is it's great. Like you said, it's great to make money, but is does it give you passion? Is it something that you want to leave a legacy? You know, tell your kids, oh, he was my my father was like, you know that your kids are going to tell their friends like, oh, my father was a great salesman. No, I don't want to be known as a great salesman. I want to be like Elon Musk or like Bill Gates. I want to be somebody that brings something new to the table. Mm. You yeah, know? when you talk about Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk, uh, I'm usually thinking of them having a lot of money, but that's not the case. If you're talking about the inventor, the inventing... <laughs> outside the box and being somebody that could invent and see things like Steve Jobs. Like, look, Steve Jobs didn't invent the cell phone. I mean, or he didn't invent the phone or the cell phone. But you know what he did? He made it better. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know, um, Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't invent the first social media platform. There was MySpace. Do you remember? But he made it better. Mm. So I'm not inventing the first e-bike. I'm mm. just going to make it better. I'm not making the first app to make money. I'm just making it better. I'm just making things better in a way. Trying oh, to. That's, that's kind of, that's really awesome. If I think, when you ask me that question. Don't, see, you, here's, here's what I tell people. Don't reinvent the wheel innovate the wheel mm. yeah i don't think we need to reinvent the wheels anymore it's pretty need it innovated not reinvent it right make it better I, I read it. you i read you but really when i think about what you just asked right the question is like uh if you want to make a quick hundred bucks right now what do you do i mean for me if i want to make a quick hundred bucks i'll go drive uber but like i can go on the app right That's now and go option right option, right but then you need a cars and so on and so on uh and then you have to go through all these hoops and stuff and then have to know how to do a b and c but then i'm I like, have oh, like i have to have a car okay so is there is there like more can you can you tell the audience more about the internal design of the apps like how does it deal with problem of like um people offering things that doesn't make any sense to take like a job that's like $15. It doesn't worth any the, the effort. We could we could work on that right now. We're still on the R and D uh stage. So we're on the research and development stage, but I mean okay. we can work on a job uh, minimum wage, Bro, you know. What why are you lagging? We need that app right now. I need that app right now. I wanna I wanna go on right now and go, uh it's on the work we're, we're we're working on coding right now, but say for example what I was thinking about is we can make a minimum wage to where it's like you go on this app and then there's categories, right? You go on $50 jobs, $20. I don't think $20 jobs should be an option because it costs you $20 to pretty much get anywhere. So I think we're going to have them starting at 50 minimum. Like you got to have something that's worth $50 at least and up, you know, up to like maybe so how like, do you, how do you like, uh, you know, what came up to me is, well, yeah, the, the money stuff you can figure out then. But what, what I want to ask is curious, is that how do you make sure that the people who are 
doing these things are not murderers or people who are like, uh, how do you I, how do you do that background stuff? But I, I'm gonna tell you in detail how we're gonna make sure of that. Okay. First of all, when you sign up for Uber, you do a background check, correct? Right, right. They do. Okay, so we're pretty much gonna do everything that Uber does. We're gonna go on a rating basis. We're gonna before they even sign up for the app, they're gonna have to go through a, you know, background check, make sure they haven't had any, you know, crimes or anything crazy in their past, and when they do a job, they're going to get rated for it, you know, for their attitude, for how they did it, or they did it, like, you know, like they were just tossing stuff around, or they were actually doing it with care and love. So they're going to get rated for it. So when they apply, yeah. when they hit accept gig for the next gig, it's going to be kind of like a bid. The person might have several persons or people that want to do that job, and that person is going to get to pick who yeah. they want that job do they want cindy or do they want carlos oh well cindy looks like she uh has a 3.5 star rating because she messed uh on her last job carlos has a five point star job and he's done 20 jobs before and he's always on time and he always completes the job and goes above and beyond who would you hire wait wait so then uh let's say i need help with something right let's let's turn it around I, for say example, right now I'm like, oh man, I need to, to <laughs> I need to to clean this car. I mean, it's so dirty. I how how old do you need to be to be on this app? I mean, I would have to check with the local laws, but I think you need to be 16 and older to be yeah. able to. I would have to talk to you know. This is part of you know developing an app. I would have to talk to lawyers. Yeah, and and ask them. Because I can't answer that question yet. Right. Okay. Have, so, okay. So have, then, I I need my car to clean, and I'll go. I'll go on this app. I'm a user now. I'm go. I'm going on this app. Uh, that's called Gig. Fifteen and over. Okay. Is it is a name like sure gigs? Do you patent like copyright that? Okay. And so so I go on the app Gig. Okay. Turn on Gig right now, and then okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna post right. Okay. Hey, uh, I assume I would post something that say, "Hey, I need my car clean. This is how much I'm willing to pay. Uh, come clean it." Add on Craigslist. Very simple. Title, description, how much you want to pay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. But uh, how how is that different from like I would go to get an auto detailing service because I don't know these if these people have the skills to to clean my car. Uh, right. Auto detailing service, I probably wouldn't recommend this app. I mean, there might be people who could do it, but what so what are some of the categories that you imagine would be in the in the apps people would need to help with? Gigs. Mm. I, I would assume it'd be some crazy stuff too. There's like really interesting things that come up, right? I'm sure it would be a lot of like cleaning. Cleaning? Helping like Older, like I'm sure it would be a lot of helping elder, elder. So the target audience is the elders, uh, uh, community where they want the younger to help, as you described yeah. earlier. Just hit, you just hit it on the nail. Yeah, my target audience is the elderly. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I know, I noticed that they don't have the grandkids. I'm pretty yeah. much tell them the grandkids that they don't have that can do them all the little stuff that they need. Right. You know, move this stuff around. Can you, can you fix the fridge? Can you do this? You know, yeah. like, that's pretty cool. I love that. I love, 
I love the ideas of distributing. I love the idea of distributing the the energy around to to solve the problem of because you saw you saw a, a need. So is there that better right now? This distribution of energy. Yeah. Life back to spirituality. Me and you understand this life and everything is about balance of energy. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to accomplish. And you did you saw the needs in there where did you have experiences or whatnot that lead you to uh to look at it as like, oh, there's so many elders that need help and they don't have the energy. They just need their fridge to remove and some stuff to couches. Yeah. Well, well and- necessity is the mother of invention, right? So I pretty much I was looking for something similar to this right like i was back then when i was young i was I was looking for an app or something that was you know that would allow me to make money like this and there, were, there wasn't like there was like things like uber and stuff like that but there wasn't the simple website or an app where you could just find <clears throat> a topic or a category and just find simple like jobs, not, but they're not jobs, they're gigs, you know, because they're like just simple, like temporary yeah. things just do for money. It's not like you're there every week at five o'clock. It's just, okay, hey, can you do this for me for 50 bucks? Boom, that's it. Yeah, and we're moving into the gigs economy now. Somebody t- told me that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's the future. People don't want to be slaves to nine, nine to five. We're mm-hmm. moving into the economy and that's, we're moving into the gig economy, so that's what I, that's why I want to be the the gig app. Beautiful, beautiful. What do you imagine the interface of the apps looking like? Uberish, Lyft. Nah, I like Lyft's interface, but probably like I want my color, like because you know how Uber's pink and Uber, I mean Uber's black and Lyft is pink. Mm-hmm. I want my interface colors to be like green, white, green, white. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to see more of the visual stuff. I like color green associates with money and people when they see a, an app called Gigs. That's green. all right. The way I see Gigs is kind of like the way that Cash App. You know how it's kind of greenish, whitish. Mm. Like that app, like Cash App has like the colors. Because I wanted to remind you and have you, you have that feel of like you know, like this app. We're generating money. money. Yeah. Yeah. It's linked. It's yeah. subconsciously to money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Subconsciously, I, I feel like this app is money. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited, actually. I'm really, really excited to use this app and and do some gigs. It'll be funny where you're like, uh, what about the riding bikes. Uh, the, riding, riding your the bike to doing the gig in town. Right. You know, Imagine riding your solar powered bike that costs yeah. you not a single cent to get to your job, and you get to keep keep your full wow. amount of. How much do you think this bike would cost? Five thousand. A thousand dollars. That's it. Five thousand dollars each. Five or five thousand dollars. Powerful bike. It's gonna be a motorcycle bike. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be like you know. But you don't. You don't need. You said you don't need a license. You don't need. No. But you still recommend helmet though, right? Because <laughs> it's pretty fast. Yeah, I yeah. recommend helmet, elbow pads, everything. Yeah, I so recommend. It would, it would be operating like a bicycle, basically. The laws would pertain that it would pertain to would be bicycle laws, but it would behave if 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 you wanted it to uh like a motorcycle like a motorcycle 
That can be dangerous, though. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, would think, I would think that would be dangerous where I would always like, say a motorcycle dressing a bike. <laughs> it's just it's just for just for you to know it's there and yeah. for it to be top of the line. Yeah. But it's like our iPhones, you know, every year they come out with the phone that has more features. But in reality, we always do the same thing with our phones. We're only using Snapchat, Instagram, calling and texting like if you look at the specs, it's going to have the best specs. Uh -huh. But even if you use that speed, I'm going to just be the one that has the bragging rights, that has, like, the most powerful bike, you know? Okay. Well, we're stepping – that's that's a really nice pitch where you you ride a bike uh, that costs you $0, that is solar power, right, going to the, to the job. To work a gig and uh, it's like the the Uber almost, but gig wise and running around. That's could be could be fun. Like where you just it costs you zero dollars to help transfer energy and help the world, not not do some meaningless job in a cubicle where you're just calling people to try to rip them off, doing financial services. No, but you're actually helping an old lady. Maybe you know find her cat. And she's gonna give you two hundred. <laughs> Fire cat, <laughs> and bro. For all you know, you might find you might find a gig on on this app where it's some old lady in Beverly Hills who lives by herself who can't find her cat in her mansion. And you yeah, and <laughs> that's awesome. Hundred dollars because she's so lazy to go look for it. Like you know what? I'm looking forward to see in the future. To have it's a return episode of when this app is launched and look at what the kind of story we're coming about. Hey, you guys, we'll be right back after a short break. Did you know that I have an Instagram page? There are lots of content and announcement that I share on that page. So if you'd like to support, follow me at my handle, H-E-Y-I-T-C-H-I-E-N. Hey, it's Chen on Instagram. Let's come back to our conversation with Roman and I. Okay, so we're talking about your your real estate. We touched on the real estate side. The way you lay out some of the numbers helped me experience like, oh, this is actually really possible. That's a great idea. You know, um, building things and renting it out and letting it pay for itself. So I'm like, really sure. I love this. like this being my first podcast ever has really inspired me. And like, I love like sharing my thoughts like with people and like, you know, it's just, it's amazing, like, you know, how how, how the internet has made this possible and for yeah. people like us to meet and to share our thoughts and have an audience and all that stuff. It's crazy. It's just unbelievable. I'm just yeah. like, wow. I've it's always so watched podcasts. I'm just like, it's, it's so cool to be in one, you know? Yeah, and I'm really grateful for you to agree to share your thoughts and have a conversation because this is something that is new to me, too, as you know. We are going to be episode, I guess, 15. And, and then get older, we're going to look back at this, see ourselves, what we were saying when we were young. It's beautiful. I love it. When I miss my friends, right? Because some of the episode has been a really good friend of mine. And when I miss them, I would listen to the podcasts and I feel connected to my friends. Right. And like, 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 you know, you can see them when, you know, it's like people have passed away, like looking at their pictures. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, you know, a formal conversation that you feel so it's like they're they're right there and you get to pierce into people's mind. And also, you know, the podcast really 
help me to know myself better. What am I about? How? What? What kind of human being am I? It's really show me uh, evidence, you know, like real evidence, empirical evidence of who I am as a person, how, how I operate. How I feel. Uh, what inspired the podcasting? What inspired the podcast? Yeah. Um. What inspired the podcast is driving Uber and and talking to to a friend of mine. Um. I had a lot of conversation with people, and I remember feeling, you know, sometimes feeling pretty down from certain things in personal relationships. And when I st would go out to work and I would talk to people, it's like therapy. You know, people would talk to me sharing what honestly and authentically about what they're experiencing. And I would be sharing what I'm experiencing. And we just kind of like not judging each other at all because it doesn't matter because this person I would see for five seconds or, you know, longest is an hour. Or the longest yeah. trip is three hours, but most yeah. time an hour max, right? And but it's cool because, you, you know, it's just a crazy idea. It, it doesn't mean, you know, anything, but imagine you had a channel called Uber Stories, right? And you, you did a interview with every passenger you had in your car and people got to see, like, got to know every rider. You know what I mean? Like, that it's would... like to meet all these people from different walks. Because you know how every, every podcast is kind of like a niche and they only interview certain people that are part of like a certain niche. I yeah. feel like kind of like covering like just the world, you know. And it's beautiful. this is the world, you know. That's what I think about when I talk about the podcast. This is where I meet the world. This is my my cause space. Is where the the whole world converge because, especially here in LA, we have a massive amount of of traffic from people coming in and out of the world. I mean, look at me. I'm wearing a Nike sweater and, like, you know, a hat that has, like, graffiti on it. I look like your average kid. But if you get to talk to me, you know, you understand that I have all these, all this knowledge. Like and dreams, I'm, aspirations. And, and I'm dressed like this because I'm comfortable. I don't have to go to work. I work the appointment base. But most people would be like, oh, he's at home all day, you know. But, you know, like, it takes somebody like you to understand and that's why I, I love podcasts because more people will understand me and you know they'll get to see like you know why because most people don't ever ask or you know try to get did you did you feel what did you feel about the experience of being together in in the car when we talk and what was that is that surprising you take uber often and is it surprising to have this kind of conversation Yes, it, w it was surprising. It caught me off guard because most Ubers aren't really that. They don't really. I haven't really got gotten an Uber that has been very like friendly. Like they're cool in the moment. Once you leave their car, it's like they never want to see you again. Mm. But you're like, we should keep in touch. And it was different. It was like there was more to it. You know, it wasn't like, all right, that's it, you know. Yeah, because my intention is to connect, to connect to people. Yeah. That's kind of my goal this year, you know. It's like I'm a pretty reserved guy and um most of the time just because of some of the language barrier, but as soon as I broke that barrier, I realized I really enjoy people. I really enjoy communicating ideas and collaborate and share and explore and encourage and empower each other. And as you said that, you know, doing these podcasts really give you more inspirations mm -hmm. and 
and uh, motivation. Because I usually barely even take pictures for like Instagram. Like now I'm over here like on camera. Like yeah. next time be like i'm gonna have a nicer shirt probably do my hair i'm like that's great perfect casual clean that was the dress code i I texted you on instagram right like just casual clean roman we cover a lot of ground we start out with my my wish and dreams of uh getting a plot of lands and building family community and you help walk me through that and then i asked you about the innovative size of things because during our conversations in the uber i realized that you are uh, you're a brilliant mind. You love innovating and you you light up when you talk about these projects, these things that you want to create. And that's true. And then, and then you walk me into uh, the e-bike and the app. Those are two things, the Gigs app and the e-bike. Those are two big ideas here. And you're telling the audience that, hey, guys, don't try it because it's already patents and copyrighted. So don't even think about it. But be aware. When it's when it's dropped, that you'll be the first few people. Wait, do we get a perk? Do we get a perk on this podcast for the audience if we sponsor? When I do get it, we're gonna sponsor this channel for the first hundred people that subscribe to Chen. Yeah. They're gonna twenty percent off. Whoa, twenty percent off, guys! guys, <laughs> guys I keep... Hey, hey, promise! I'm gonna keep you accountable. So if I ever give his encouragement. That helps. So I appreciate that. Wonderful. Okay. Hey, that's what I'm about, man. I that's my mission this year is to empower, to encourage, to uplift. Hard me for sure. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I love that. So we went through a lot of of ground, and you share a lot of ideas and stuff, and and because I realized that you um enjoy doing this, and you light up when you share, and I light up when I share what I was about. So I really am happy to be exploring some of this with you. Um, but some now I want to go and ask you about some of the other questions that go beyond um, designings and creating. What, why do you want to do all of this, accomplishing the apps and um, and making this e-bike, all of this A, B, and C? What, what is it in there for you? It's not about the money, right? If, if that was it, I would just keep doing real estate, you know? Okay. Right? Right. Would so you make what, more real more money doing real estate for sure. You think? I can make money doing anything, but the reason why I'm doing the bike thing and why I'm doing the app thing is because real estate is a way to make money, but it's meaningless. Not fulfilling. Unfulfilling. Hmm. Why? I don't want to die with unfulfilled regret. I feel like I have all this unfulfilled potential. Like I have all these great ideas that I want to bring to this earth. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want to be greedy and just have money and just enjoy my time on this earth until I die and take all, all these ideas that could have helped humanity and just take them with me to the grave. You know, like I want to, at least try, at least know that I at least try to bring things that would help people, you know? Right. You miss 100% of the shot you don't take, right? Remember I told you that? Yeah. 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 Um. So I guess I just want to, I want to do something with my life, you know, like that means like, like something that's purposeful, you know, like that's going to, one, 
like help people like the reason why i like the bikes is because it's gonna help kids that don't have a license or can't get a license because their license is restricted to be able to drive again because they're gonna be able to get on this thing and it's gonna be kind of like a bicycle they're gonna be explore the city go far go places they're not gonna be stuck at home they're gonna be able to do uber eats people are gonna be able to do all this stuff and keep their profits not wasted on this all this gas the economy is gonna get better because all this money that we spend on oil and gasoline isn't gonna be going to foreign countries that provide us that oil gas like russia and china and stuff when when is solar technology strong enough to going towards paying electric bills which event like comes from our our own country you know so we're gonna support our own economy by supporting ev you know that's why i think well the, the, my question is though is how when will we have in like this technology of solar power is powerful enough that a bike which don't have that much surface area could absorb enough energy to power it for that long how what do you think well, the goal isn't to have it to power it for for the full. It's not going to be a fully solar powered bike. Okay, it's a hybrid. Goal is to extend its lifespan to pretty much like say um you have to charge it, but instead of it, it's it's also like regenerating as you're driving it in the sun. Right. right. So okay. it's if it's like at twenty percent, but you drive it from here to the beach with no charger and it's a really hot day instead of the bike lowering its percentage it might increase right it might increase okay okay so it's like a hybrid like uh like a prius that i'm driving right now gas so if, if, you know what i mean so the heat is really strong it's like charging it because you know sometimes I, I i've noticed that i get on my bike on my motorbike and the sea is like burning hot oh. and i'm like Wow, it absorbs so much heat. It right. burns, cool it yeah. down, you know? And I'm like, that heat could be transformed into energy. Yeah. So uh, uh, energy, so the, the cushions have to be able to absorb the heat and then transform that into, put that into the battery. So there would have to be like a panel yeah. that has that has to go on top of it and then it would be... When when do you think you have a, a like a 3D model design of this bike? I have, I have a prototype. I have a prototype. You what do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, take the audience. Take the audience to the prototype. Guys, this is exclusive, guys. We're going to see this e-bike prototype for the first time. Let's have a okay. look. Hey, I have the visual video of this bike if you're interested on my Instagram page. Okay, this, this is the bike. Let's see. Wow, you see really? You built that? No, no. That is another brand, uh -huh. but I'm reverse engineering it. So I'm in this niche. So I pretty much, I, I, I worked with them. And then I, I try to give them my, I, you ever heard the story about Lamborghini and Ferrari? I saw the movies. All right, so you heard about how Lamborghini was trying to tell Ferrari, like, hey, you should do this to improve your, your, your car. Right, and, then, and then Ferrari was kind of like, nah, you're a tractor guy. You, you don't talk to me. You don't know what you're talking about. So pretty much I try to tell these guys at Onyx, they came to my birthday party. They're like a four or five year startup, this yeah. company that started. And I was, I, I helped them out a lot. I love them, you know, and stuff. But, um, 
I, I, I told them about some ideas and stuff, and then I posted, like, comments on their Instagram about how they could improve and what they're doing wrong and what they should do right. And instead, you know, they blocked me. Oh, It's fine. It's fine. They just blocked me on Instagram. I know it hurts my feelings, but but I that's was a so huge beautiful fan. though. So this bike cost me seven thousand dollars, right? So this bike cost me seven thousand dollars, right? Seven thousand, okay. Yeah. So for me, what I want to do is I want to make it cheaper and better. Uh-huh. Cheaper and better. You know, I want right. to make it for five thousand, and it goes up to sixty-five, sixty thousand miles. I know all the parts. And most bikes, like I can, I can, I can. pretty much get like a build a frame get the electric parts on i could rebuild this my own style and make it my own brand pretty really you have that capacity or the resources because the real estate ah oh, wow that is like so the money cool to do it you know what i mean yeah so so that's a prototype that you you reverse engineering and working from yeah that's the bike that i had that i was working with that company but pretty much we 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 didn't like They didn't like the way I was like talking, like saying like they should do things. So they pretty much blocked me. Okay. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna invent my own. Then that's Okay. the way I. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Prove them. Prove them wrong. Okay, Yeah. so let's get let's let's get back to the uh to the office. So cold out there, man. It is cold. Oh, is it really? Are you in the city of Atlanta? Huh? Are you in Los Angeles right now too? Yes, I am near home. I just uh drove by the a really nice fields around here. Um, I'll show it to you uh, a little later. But I'm just sitting here enjoying the rains and it's really pretty. So I'm in Sherman Oak right now. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap up the the conversation. There was a lot to go there. Um, Yeah. ask you a lot of questions. I want, I usually ask the audience about uh, this because I want to get deeper uh, and, and know why, what does it mean for certain people to be alive? What does it mean to be in this world? And so I would ask a series of fast questions uh, and you just answer it spontaneously
I mean, why do some guys like guys? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Yeah, like I just, I, it makes me feel good. Okay, okay, that's that's fair because we do think because we feel good inside. That's fair. Yeah, it makes me feel good inside. I enjoy it. I, it makes me. It what? gives me dopamine rush if you want to put it in scientific way. Where where do you get inspiration for your innovative ideas? Um, just the world in general, and I like to look at you know like just I guess people that are game changers and people that have done things that have impacted the world in like ways that have been really impressive and like you know like some people want to be a rapper I want to be like Steve Jobs or Elon you know what I mean like I want to be like an inventor or something not just like some guy that just can rhyme you know well I I think this no offense to the people who want to rhyme that's perfectly fine even though that rhymes but <laughs> I'm just you know that's my my thing and and I think I think it's is achievable um i'm here to root for you i think i think that is very achievable because you know as long as we follow our heart what is the calling the things that bring us fulfillment in life i think we're gonna do we're gonna do great and and things that we could have never dream about will come about as long as i think from my perspective doing it with the intentions with clear intentions of service to others, you know, um, I'm looking at it from a service perspective and not serving ourselves and our own agendas and, and how we want it to be a certain way and look a certain way and not feeling enough unless we have to do a certain thing. But is, is, you know, the, someone, someone said this, that artists, when you know someone is an artist is when, the art have to happen. There's no other way. So for Elon Musk, it's like Elon Musk have to have to happen because that's just the way it is. It's like the sky is blue. Elon Musk is Elon Musk. Uh, and Steve Jobs is Steve Jobs because it is what needed to come through. Uh, it is an energy inside of them that, that, that needed to express itself. If it doesn't express itself, it kill itself. It yeah, that's how. No that's other how way. I, you got it. Yeah, that's. I don't know why I like to do what I do, but I just like to do just it. Like you know? doing it. Yeah, and that's what you know, passions for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Thank you very much. That's that's it has been a really nice time talking to you and getting to know you a little more, and spending some intimate times like this, chatting and sharing ideas, and I really appreciate you. But let us bring uh an end to the podcast today, you guys. This is. Would you tell the audience your full names and uh, where we can reach you at? Yeah, for sure. Um, you can find me at Rowdy the Gray um, on Instagram. Name's Roman. And, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm not that big on social, but um, feel free to uh, reach out to me if you'd like. And I um, look forward to seeing you again, uh, maybe on a future podcast. Yeah, yeah. We got to keep coming back and explore. And go yeah. deeper. They want to keep on uh, supporting yeah, you, and encouraging you. Progressing, yeah. Yeah, as it as it progresses, right? Hey, what's up with that bike? And what's up with that app? What's going on? Yeah, now, you, yeah. now, now, me and the audience keeping you uh, accountable for getting this stuff <laughs> done because <laughs> that's your dreams and aspirations. 
So, yeah. and I hope that, that you find investors and people who believe in these dreams and support you. And um, I think I think that there are people out there that will support you um, and your dreams and what you wishing to do, changing the world, living a mark behind and making it a better place for everybody. So um, in, you know, uh, on behalf of everyone who's going to benefit from this future inventions that you're doing, I thank you and honor and acknowledge you for coming here today and sharing your ideas and giving me the time to talk to you. So I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. All right, guys, that's it for today. And that's on the wheel. We'll see you next time, Saturday, 6 a.m. See you next Thanks. time, brother. We'll check in with you again. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and turn on your Apple Podcast notification for weekly release. Feel free to share this podcast with others who might also enjoy it. If you're looking for ways to connect, my Instagram handle is in the descriptions. Also, there are plenty of contents for your viewing, so please feel free to check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of On The Wheel. And this is your host, Chen, signing out.